0: What's up, my friends? Matt Prince here. This is the Matt Prince podcast brought to you by strengthcoachsecrets.com and Royal Fitness. Today's topic is this. So, you want to be a badass? All right. So, one of the things that I um, talk about a lot, especially in terms of like the way we train, is weaponizing the body, like becoming a well rounded athlete, weaponizing your body, having a strong mind, having a strong life being driven in every aspect, right? When we talk about becoming a badass, which, you know, a lot of people want to become a badass. They want to become a badass, not only in the gym, but in life as well. And it's super important to understand a few things when it becomes that, right? In the body, right? When you want to look at weaponizing your body, you have to have an approach that's not one-dimensional. I know that's hard to hear for a lot of uh, specialists. And if you do specialize in a sport, great. But just understand that you'll have... Um, holes and weaknesses within that sport because you just can't completely be a well-rounded athlete. If you, if you're specializing on one thing now, that's not to say you shouldn't specialize. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but what, what you want to understand is like being a complete badass means you're not specialized by de- specialized by default. When I think of a badass, I'm thinking of the tactical athletes. I'm thinking of the military. I'm thinking of, you know, the, the special operations group, like different people in different roles. Um, I see as the true badasses, so the heroes out there, saving saving lives and doing those things. They're the ones that I see, and I look at them, and I'm like, fuck, they are absolute animals, right? Have you ever watched like a Jason Bourne type movie? I oh, like, I love the, the book series, Orphan X. I'm actually waiting on The Prodigal Son, which is the next book that hopefully comes delivered today. If, if if I'm lucky, but um, I'm waiting for the, these sorts of books. But they're the books that I love. It's about an assassin, right? lead assassin who can kick ass and fucking take names. He's super fit. You know, he can go a couple of days with concussion without food and still beat up the bad guy, right? Love that stuff. Now, that's sort of how I look at it like a weaponized body. Now, if you look at it uh, um, from how, how you need to train for that from a training standpoint, there's very um, – very diverse bunch of fitness capabilities that you need to have. First thing you want to look at is basic aerobic endurance, right? Aerobic endurance is cardio. How long can you last, right? I'm not talking about how long you can last in bed, but like hopefully it's, uh, it's longer than 35 seconds or so. But, um, you know, hopefully your, your, your cardio is something that is the base of your whole fitness regime, right? It's It's literally... How long can you last? Like I see a lot of people when they start working out, especially in the uh, in the environment that we have at Royal, we run hour sessions, right? When people first start, they may have trained in other gyms. They start up, and within you know fifteen minutes, they're blowing up, right? Their cardio just needs work. It gets better, right? The cardio gets better, but that's one aspect. If you can build your cardio base up higher. It's going to have a huge, huge knock-on effect. You won't get tired in your in your lifting sessions. You won't get tired if, you know, if shit goes sideways and you need to you need to deal with something. You'll just be more um, more durable in that way. You'll have more endurance and you'll feel better and you'll be more present and you won't you know fatigue as easily. So. Aerobic endurance is very, very important. Then you've got anaerobic endurance, right? So it's basically like aerobic endurance's best friend. Um, you've got the aerobic base, which is like if you were to go slow running or slow riding, if you think like long endurance type stuff, that's aerobic base. Like that's aerobic endurance. When you look at the anaerobic endurance, think of repeat effort, efforts. Think of football players, like Australian rules football players. Think of soccer players. Guys who can not only do it for a long period of time, they go fucking fast, right? That's anaerobic endurance. And I really think that that is a, a crucial piece that a lot of people miss. They sort of, they do aerobic stuff and speed stuff. Like if you're someone who runs or does like, um, you, you know, whether it's uh, you know, any type of cardio, so even if it's boxing, you might do short, sharp, hard, 30-second bursts. And then you might do like longer, say, um, you yeah, know, it might be like longer runs or rides to get your aerobic base up. And then you might end up – you might do a few sparring rounds of two minutes or three minutes, whatever it is. There's the in-between part that I think is really important, and that's the ability to sort of be able to push that – push the anaerobic side for a longer period of time, right? And when I'm talking like in a running sense, just to put a distance to it, think of anywhere between 400 and, say, 1K, right? I think that is the sweet spot, and I honestly think that that anaerobic endurance in that that lactic acid type system – is a really really good indicator of where somebody's at not only in terms of how how long how good their actual endurance is but also how good their their speed sort of work will be as well because you know if you're doing repeat efforts with speed-based stuff if you can only do three or four and you're gassed like You need work, right? I think that anaerobic endurance is a good way to build that. So think of doing like repeat 1Ks, repeat 500s, that type of stuff, um, which is very football-based, like Australian rules football-based. That sort of fitness is, in my opinion, some of the best to have. The next piece, you've got your speed, right? If you aren't agile, if you can't take off, if you can't go when it's time to go, you're missing something, right? Ways to build this is through sprinting. It is through, um, sprinting with sleds, sprinting with, um, you know, weights behind doing all that sort of stuff. Jumping is a really good one. Hill sprints are really good one. Um, being like skipping a light on the feet, ladder, ladder drills and stuff like that are, are quite good for the agility side, but being able to be you know explosive off a step and, you know, if somebody, let's say you're a copper and someone's trying to get away. If you can get them in the first 10 steps and it saves you chasing them for fucking like 20 minutes, that's key, right? And um, that's something that, you know, really, I think, is a key to, to add into this weaponizing of the body. Next phase, right, we're talking about, you know, having um, the ability to, to have all the endurances, anaerobic endurance and speed, right? That's athletic-based feats. That's cardio-based feats. Now, you can do that and be 60 kilos, right? You can be elite at those things. And I'd say the most the, – the better – Uh, people in the world in these things are going to be lighter, right? They're going to be smaller. But now, how does that make them a dangerous human or somebody who you don't want to fuck with or just weaponized in general? Now, the truth is it doesn't. So there has to be a strength component to this, right? Limit strength is where this comes in. So limit strength, what that is, is your ability to produce force and demonstrate strength in basically a static sort of um static sort of movement like a bench press or a uh deadlift or a squat or an overhead press i would and even a pull-up would be in there as well they would be your limit strength testers okay so that's like hey how much fucking force can you put into us into a bar um in all of those lifts because you don't want to just be a specialist in one because otherwise you'll be very you know one month one-dimensional again right you want to sort of uh, to build for that. Now, some limit strength targets these are recommended by by the experts. Um, in the in, one, in the tactical course that I'm studying at the moment, they talk about two and a half times body weight for your squat and your deadlift, and one and a half times body weight for your bench press. There's so some really good targets. Um, one point two times body weight is acceptable for a pull up, and one point five is more elite. So, you should be able to do say fifteen um, normal like strict pull ups. And 1.5 in terms of weight. So like if I'm 100 kilos, I can do a pull up with 50 kilos. That's class as a really world-class standard. Um, Now, some of these lifts I match, some of them I don't, right? I know my deadlift's weak, right? My body uh, tends to break down when I'm doing too many straight bar deads and it hurts my back. I ping it. So... My focus is about staying healthy, right? So I have to do my trap bar. I do more trap bar-based work a lot of the time. That's what I feel better and more comfortable going heavier with. My trap bar is one, uh, two and a half times body weight. Straight bar, not so much, right? So I've got work to do on straight bar to fill that gap, right? And I'm constantly working at it. I don't avoid it. It's just this, that's, that's, a, that's a gap, right? My squat, it's only uh, just over two times, right? So it's probably, you know, it'd be about two times exactly right now. Uh, so I need to progress that, right? To build my limit strength up, and that'll help me. But for someone like me, it's not really where my hole is in the whole whole circle of the weaponizing of the body, right? Mine would be in that in that endurancey side of things. Now, in the more aerobic endurance, I've got great um, great distance cardio. Like if I had to go hike or walk or even like even roll jujitsu and stuff like that. But if I had to sprint and chase somebody down. I'd have to start building my aerobic base so I could build my anaerobic base so I could build my speed strength, suck so it back to that side of things. That's where mine would be lacking if I was to be honest. I'm sure you've got a lacking spot too. Now, once we've got so that we're in the strength side now, we've got the limit strength. Now, why limit strength matters, right? If you're thinking of a big badass, right? Somebody who's big and fucking powerful and explosive and's got good endurance is way more scary than someone who's small and got those things. So what you want to be looking at is how can you maximize your muscle mass and minimize your body fat to try and become as, you know, as, as, I suppose, as dangerous as you possibly can. Limit strength is a great starting point. Basically, if you can hit those two and a half times body weight targets, you're fucking, you're really, really strong, right? If you can hit them, it not only will it mean that you're really strong, but it'll also mean that when you start doing things that, make it and tie it into being more functional rather than just being um able to bench press or squat or deadlift when you start tying that into carries you start tying that into lifting balls up you start carrying into like into low like carrying like hiking um, ruck packs and stuff like that or if you even to think about it in terms of like um say you apply that strength into your sprinting right you're going to be very 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 powerful now, if you start adding it to, like, hey, I want to look, gain a little bit more body weight, imagine if you've got those strength levels, right, and you start, you start applying that to the hypertrophy side of things. You're going to be pushing more weight for, for the muscle-building type weights, so you're going to be bigger, long-term, right? You just adjust your food, make sure you're eating more and you'll gain size. And if you can stay lean and do all the right stuff, you'll be very, very, very well-rounded. So that's um, that's something to think about. So now you've got the, the limit strength, how it transfers over. Now the next piece I'd like, I'd sort of touched on it is that odd object lifting, right? Have the ability to carry stuff, have the ability to throw stuff, have the ability to, you know, move weight really, really explosively, really violently, have the ability to do a lot of, or perform that limit strength on a variety of implements, right? What that'll do is that'll fill up all those little gaps. It'll build your stabilizer, it'll build your traps, it'll build your grip, it'll build your neck up, it'll build your core up, it'll build your legs up, glutes up, like all those things. So you're not only just now a, you know, a powerlifter, you, you're completely rounded. I think strongman, is a really good way. And if you look at the light strongmen, like the guys, say, um, some of the heavyweights, like there's some very, very good fit heavyweights. Um, but when you look at, like, say, Hapthor or Brian Shaw or all those boys, Eddie Hall, like they look like big fat guys. Like they're not going to catch you in a race. But if you look at the guys who are in that, like, 100 120 kilo mark there's some fucking really badass ones that are well-rounded that can hike that can sprint they can do all this stuff um and they're, they're complete well-rounded athletes and then you start going in the 90s they're badasses like they could go into any tactical field and, and be you know elite fitness in, in a lot of them so that's something to consider like that's a that's a, a really good way to really round out your body Now, the last piece before I get off this, like we've spoken about all the endurances, the speed, the anaerobic endurance, the aerobic endurance. We've spoken about limit strength, odd object lifting. Um, There's the the concept of the... Powder weight ratio, which I touched on, but basically you want to maximize your weight, minimize your body fat, make sure that you can use that body really, really well. Um, So you've got your jumping, your sprinting, your pull-ups, all that stuff's really comfortable and athletic to you. The last piece that I would recommend if you want to become completely well-rounded and weaponized is learn to fight, right? Learn to fight, learn to strike, learn to grapple, become well-rounded in that sport as well. And what you'll find is that You'll you'll feel very, especially if you're somebody who's low confidence or, um, you know, doesn't have a hobby or something, if you can hit all these these aspects, I know it's a lot, it is a lot, but you'll find that you are very, very, very well-rounded as a human in terms of your body. And what you'll find is if you can apply the principles that you take from the martial arts, the strength training and, you know, the discipline involved. And you start to apply that to the rest of your life you 'll see some really good progress right apply that, those concepts to your business imagine what happens apply that those those concepts and dedication to your relationships with your family your friends your kids imagine what happens you know apply that concept all those all those concepts that you 're learning apply it into dedication of self growth and imagine what 's going to happen anyway that 's all I 've got for you today what I want you to think about is are you well weaponized you're well rounded is it an area that you need to work on or is there an area you need to work on? If there is an area, what is that area? Is it in your body? Is it in those things that we're speaking about? I'm assuming, yes, there will be at least one of them because we tend to avoid what we don't like. Um, But is it also, is there areas in your mind, your relationships, your business, your bank accounts, your fund, family, all that stuff? Is there areas in there that you're missing out on that you need to start to round out a little bit and make, um, make a little bit more complete? Anyway, that's all I've got for you today. Just something to think about. Hope you're all well. I'll talk to you shortly. Have a great day. Bye.